de Global Latin Factor Podcast. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast, where we talk about Latino everything. That's right. And today we have a very, very special show because we do have a, a guest that is one of a kind as far as Latino goes. He is, re real quick intro, he is an artist, a chef, entrepreneur, overall hustler with thousands of plays on YouTube, different streaming platforms. Also, he's been in different ciphers as far as an MC. Uh, he has different businesses. Maybe he can clarify me on a little bit of some of the businesses he have, but such as uh, Chef Keys Empanadas Empire, Gray Matter, Soup Cumbia, which I think is a little bit of a newer thing. And as you've seen him on Channel 8 here in, tech, in Texas, Dallas, Texas, as seen also in the Dallas Observer and many other publications, he is a native from Chile, the Republic of Chile, el señor Julio Cordier, a.k.a. Kilo Artifact, a.k.a. Kilo Artefacto, a.k.a. AKA Chef Key, a.k.a. Artie the, the Empanada, Empanada Man, a.k.a. Empanada Emperor, Empanada a.k.a. El Mero Mero Empanadero. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> What's going on? How baby? you doing today? Yeah, we're gravy, man. It's a good day. All right. So before we get to all the other stuff, I like to do something fun. Sure. And I know that you're from Chile. Simo. However, I know that you, I get a feeling that for whatever reason, you uh, embrace the Mexican culture yes, like, quite yes. a bit. You hang around a lot of Mexicanos. Yeah, man. They embrace Especially me, if you're here in the Dallas Oh, you area, got right? no choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're either on one side or the other. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Real quickly. This this is why I call it so crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Preguntas al Chile. Al Chile. Honest. So preguntas <laughs> al Chile means just pretty much to the point, to the trying point. to get the, the, the actual truth of what you like. Check it out. Yeah, Tacos or tortas? Tacos. Corn tortillas or flour tortillas? Gotta go flour. Gorditas or sopes? You know what? Sopes. Sopes. Mexican coca or jarritos? <sighs> Mexican cocaine. Horchata, <laughs> jamaica or tamarindo agua? Horchata, amigo. Ay, salsa verde, salsa roja. Salsa roja apenitas. Oh, medito. Okay. No te gusta mucho lo picoso. I had to learn. Ah, I had to learn. Absolutely. So, so I've been through the levels, but I'm still not heavy. This one, I don't know if this one you, you had before. Menudo o pozole? Uh, I gotta say pozole, bro. All right. Corona, Dos Equis, Modelo, do you even drink? Uh, Victoria, bro. Victoria! Victoria is a great beer. Mexican beer, my favorite. Can't believe Straight I didn't up. have that. My dad likes <laughs> that beer. Good. Tequila or mezcal? Oh, tequila. Valentina sauce or tapatillo sauce? Tapatillo, apenitas. Okay, cumbia <laughs> or salsa dancing? Cumbia all day! I know it. Okay, this one's a little... I, I did a little research. Okay, you know, okay, okay. okay. Today. Pastel de choclo <laughs> or empanadas? Empanadas. It's only bro, obvious, empanadas. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, completo or churrasco? Ooh, that's... Oh, man. I gotta go... Oof. You know, I only had one good churrasco, and it was in yeah. 1997. My cousin from Chile was here, man. He was whipping it up. It's basically a Philly cheesesteak, but, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah. Off the chain. I, I saw the pictures of it, and unfortunately, I think I messaged you. I don't, I don't eat meat anymore, but yeah, yeah, it, lo yeah. it looked, it looked delicious. Props. It looked delicious. Yeah. It looked like it. Okay, so if you – I know you make, like, pino-style empanadas, sí, right? Sí, claro. But if you was to recommend a Chilean dish – What would you recommend to the masses? Oh, well, you got your classics. You got your cazuela, the res, which is basically the same as any other Latin culture soup. Mm -hmm. But uh, outside of... Man, I don't know, man. Porotos con mazamorra. Huh? Porotos con mazamorra. Oh, what is that exactly? That is uh, beans uh -huh. smashed into a soup. 
with uh, butternut squash. Oh yeah, and uh, spaghetti noodles, and still some whole beans in there. Wow, it's delicious. See, I learned something new. I've never heard of that. You dish can before. have salt on it, or uh-huh. you can get brave and throw sugar on it. Ooh, yeah, it goes both ways. It's delicious. Poroto con mazamorra. Ill. I'm, I'm learning a little bit of like Chilean cuisine. Mm-hmm. It uses a little bit of the the sweet and the and the salty yes. if you wanted to. I see yeah. that. All right. So real quickly. I know, so I'm giving you some tough questions because, you know, some of the questions you have before, because I watched just about every interview you had. I don't get it. Good preparation. I don't get tough. But uh, I know you've done plenty of your interviews, different interviews and different platforms. But what are three questions that you wish they would have asked you during that process? All right. I'd have to say my birth. A lot of people skip right over that and just assume that I'm a local artist Mm -hmm. from here. You know, Mm -hmm. I am from Santiago, Chile. Uh, I was yeah, born, born dur- Chile, during right? the dictatorship of Augusto Pinochet. My family was fortunate enough to leave that situation and uh, f- find find a home here in the U.S. after many years of traveling yes. the world. So if I, re- if I remember correctly from one of the interviews, uh, either Channel Channel 8, one of them, and then uh-huh. a different one, is that you actually, you actually went to Norway first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you went to <laughs> Norway as a kid first. Yeah, yeah. And stay there for some time for the reason being that, uh, you, you know, there was an opportunity with everything oh, yeah, that was yeah, going yeah. on with copper, the country yeah, going yeah. through a coup. There was not a lot of opportunity from what yeah, I heard. And you yeah. had to leave immediately. Yeah. So your dad went first to work for some time. Yep. And you prepared, sold everything mm-hmm. yep. at the house. And then eventually you made it over there. Mm-hmm. Do you recall any, any time Absolutely. Over there? Everything. My parents. Are, yeah, everything, dude. Like, I, I have so a photographic memory Four, almost four years. From four? the time I was three to the time I was about to turn eight. So you seven, were over three, there. To, three to seven. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. And you remember everything. I remember there. everything clearly, man. I can even speak a little Norwegian for you. That's cool. Let me hear something. Congratulate me, Dakin. Red. I mean something. Congratulations. Man. Yes, and then I said the color red, and that's uh, all. That's all I remember. But but it is good. it is like the German tongues, you know, real heavy like that. I took two years of French in high school. Okay. And I know. Como tu tapet. Two years. Oh, oui, of course. All right. What was the other question that you wish they would have asked you? Then? Something I don't really get to touch on a lot because, you know, only immigrants kind of go through this. Um, yeah. Is the Americanization that takes place when a kid and his parents move to a different country, yeah. whatever that country may be. In yeah. this case, USA. Uh, something happened to me where, you know, pop culture in the 90s just took me my parents were working their butt off yeah absolutely and uh I, I i lost a little bit of my identity dude you know what i mean yeah um i was i got to the point where i didn't even want to speak spanish like if i've had a girl call over mm-hmm. you know and my mom would answer the phone i got it i got it i got it i got it get off the phone i got it i got it i got it what? and then i talked to my mom and spent in english you know because i was embarrassed that they think less of me you know what i mean yeah and that just builds nobody checked me yeah. and that just built and built and built to the point where just i started noticing it you know what i mean yeah yeah and it wasn't and when did you come when did you come to realization that that was happening to you because you were young okay, yeah so so for 13 14 yeah i got here to the states when i was 11 years old yeah so i went to that same crisis because first of all kids are really mean yeah oh yeah they're yeah, really they mean are. at the same time so you i had bullies yeah for sure. quickly See not even the bully part but just the part that even though they're like i took esl right uh-huh. So even though we were in the same class trying to learn the language, sí. they still would make fun of you because you couldn't say certain words even at that age. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So certain things you just start picking up. Yeah. Like, man, I got to hurry up and learn this. And yeah. I had an urgency to learn, not to mention for for myself, uh-huh. but for my parents to help them. Because, How old were you, you know, when you got here? 
I was 11. 11. Wow. Okay. I was cool. 11. So, so the same battle that I know you. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can relate to you for the battle. And I was telling you when it were messages, like I can relate to you in a lot of sense for the same reason, right? Mm-hmm. You go through those battles and yeah. things like that. So, so finally you came to the realization of like, you know what? I'm losing it. But what, what happened? What, what like? It was the 1998 World Cup, actually. Oh. <laughs> I didn't grow up a soccer fan because Chile wasn't really making any noise in the yeah. 80s towards the end and the yeah. early 90s. But in 98, right. they had a big campaign and two superstars that brought, took them back to the World Cup. And I saw my cousin, the churrasco cooker, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my parents and my dad and my uncles and all the Chilean community. You know, I went with them because I'm a kid. They didn't leave me at home. You know? yeah. So we'd go to these bars. El Tren Latino, I remember. It's a place called El Tren Latino. Which Here was in like, Dallas? Yeah. It was like a, it was like a, a hotel restaurant restaurant on, oh, the, on, wow. the, on the third floor you know That's cool. and uh they played all the latin american qualifying matches for the world cup mm. and i remember chile peru and i was there and i was going and i was just starting to see the the, the, the thriving pulsating energy that my mm. f- people my family had you know right. um and i was swept away with it by it you know and i didn't understand anything about soccer but mm-hmm. by the time that the world cup that they made it to the world cup and i started watching the games dude i cried when they lost i so, so couldn't sleep when they won, you know. So something dormant was there, and you were trying to suppress it for a long time. Yeah, it's only obvious because you're you're having an identity crisis. The pride, right? Yeah. You're, you're having an identity crisis. They bring you over as a kid. You're trying to like not to be looked at a certain way because at the same time, your your status as far as like legal or not legal that right. kind of plays in. And all of a sudden, you're yeah. like realize like i've been suppressing all this beautiful thing that it's is my culture is when i'm layers from that you have to put on yeah. just to just just to survive you know what i mean yeah. but if I, it goes unchecked it's dangerous that is true you know I, mean? I, I had a similar thing that happened to me but i was guess where it was at so I was, i'm a veteran too so oh, wow. it happened it happened in the military no way because you you would not realize how prideful people are within the military like as people from another country, because all of us had our flags. Yeah, yeah, I had the Mexican flag on my car. Other yeah, people, you see the Chilean flag, the Peru, dual, right. like everywhere, bro. Yeah, yeah, and that's like crazy because we're within the military and yeah. the U.S. military. Yeah. And you can tell anybody, ask any Latino that you might know that that knows a military guy that's from there. Are so prideful in the military because yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't say nothing to you. They understand. We are you, I, we're in the military for the U.S., but at the same time, we have roots. To truly embrace the, yeah. the melting pot nature of the U.S. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so, so you cried when they when they lost. Yeah, man, lost. it did. And I, it, I was I was destroyed. And I, yeah, I, I said, well, "Why is this happening to me? I've never felt such emotion yeah. up and then down like in, ever right. in my life. Anything, nothing." So it it shook, it shook me, and it wasn't just me. There's another Chilean kid that I hung out with who was a little older than me, but we had mm-hmm. the same thing. We spoke English to each other. Oh, yeah. But after that. We both started speaking Spanish to each other mm-hmm. without realizing it, you know what I mean? And, and we started, we had to fix our Spanish because our Spanish was messed up, you know? Right, right. So we had a, you know, the Chilean slang has its, its own ways. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I had to kind of tap back into that. And my cousin's coming every few years from Chile and kind of hit me upside the head with the lingo, yeah. helped a lot. And by that time, I was embracing it, you know? You know, it's, um, it sounds weird, but it is kind of like a, a feel of uh, like a little bit of shame and embarrassment yeah, yeah, at the is. time that you don't you don't want people to know that you're this. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a growing process, right? right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. after that, it makes it's you a, realize you're a cocoon, man. You're not yeah. you're not a butterfly yet. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> what about the uh, other question? The the third question that you wish they would have asked you at another place. <sighs> My affinity for hip hop. The moment that I I. I couldn't look away okay so if i remember correctly <laughs> michael jackson dangerous is <laughs> yeah. a record yep okay song number one song number one jam yeah it ain't so much it ain't too much it ain't too much for me to jam 
And then I love Michael Jordan, of course. That was, was in the it. video. And then they had, uh, was it Heavy D? I think it was Heavy D. Yeah, I think jam, so. Jam, jam. Here comes the man. Hot damn. The B-boy stands. Throwing up a hands. Making fucking tracks from my man Michael Jackson. Smooth criminal. The man Mike. So relax. Mingle. Jingle. Bum on this rungle. <laughs> Bum rush the door. Three and four. in the bundle. Execute the plan. Because I'm cooler like a fan. Go with Janet. Then with God. And with Michael. Because it ain't so hard to jam. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Stop everything. Yeah. What the heck was that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, that was it. It just did something to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean because uh, remember, I wasn't here, born here either. I was born with all the music and everything that that I knew. Yeah. But then, yeah. then I think it was in the nineties. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony oh, happened. Man, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Crossroads. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I heard the Crossroads Good on the nice. radio. Just just skip it to the other side and I hear that and I'm like, what I don't under, I don't understand what they're yeah, saying. Yeah. And then MTV happened. And then the video yes. they, they performed the song with the, was, all the white suits. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And ever since from, from then on, I had like a, a deep appreciation for hip hop from then and started looking into more hip hop and things like that. But that moment right there, I yeah. can relate to you because yeah, it was yeah. like, What is this? Yeah, no, it was absolutely something else. Yeah. By way of that song, I basically jumped from, I piggybacked from the Heavy D rapping to the Black and White song also on that same album had some rapping. And then I, Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, And then, you know, the whole West Coast took over after that. Yeah. West Side Connection and Tupac. I know you got a, I know you got an interesting feeling about that because your, your hip hop is more, and I'm going to get more in depth about it because, uh, actually we can't. Yeah. So let's start with your, your name itself because I haven't seen anybody ask you or maybe they have asked you how, what does your name they mean? Because I kind of have an idea, yeah. but I don't think I'm on point about your name. And okay. I know that there's different, like, different, ways that you use it sure. but what is your name as far as your hip-hop name come from who gave it okay. to you or was it given was it something that you came up with well my cousin eric rest in peace um rest in peace. passed away in 03 uh he got me into this rap game oh four sorry he got me into this rap game taught me how to produce and, and mm-hmm. step in the booth and record and i was very young so he didn't you know work on me one-on-one but right. but he got me rolling you know what i mean right, right. once i loved rap and i knew oh you mean we can do it? <laughs> and then I started, I, I went off on my own way and did my own thing. But uh, I, di- I didn't know the influence, because now I'm a Chilean guy, right? right. And I, I looked around. So what are the influences? What kind, what kind of rap is there at the time, okay? Mm-hmm. There, we got your, your SPM. My, all my Mexican friends were heavy on the SPM. Oh, and I yeah. was like, this is dope. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. That dude could rap. <laughs> yeah, he could rap. And at the same time, I, my cousin gave me a tape from a Chilean group called Tiro de Gracia, mm-hmm. which was a um, classic, classic 1997 release. Emmy Latin picked them up and they toured. They did their thing oh, and wow. they disbanded later. But they, they, I had a tape, so I had SPM, you know, Texas yeah. Houston rap, South American hip hop, which yeah. sounds real East Coast, but yeah. still with some Latin vibes in it. Yeah, and some other dude was getting me into ICP. You know what I'm oh. saying? I was into the insane clown posse. At first, I was yeah. scared of him. I was like, nah, I get this devil stuff away from me. <laughs> they do look But a I had crazy. a homeboy, Luis uh-huh. Rodriguez. So you, you know what time it is. And mm-hmm. he, he showed me the Jekyll Brothers album. And I was like, I was like this is actually pretty tight. And it had yeah. beats and it had its own little flavor. But I was conflicted. So I, and I really liked Master P and, and C-Murder and Mystical and all the, the Louisiana rap, you know? Did you listen to any of the West Coast Mexicano rappers? Like like uh, Little Rob, Little Quetinem at all? Frost. Frost. I got into Frost, yeah, Frost. a little bit, but okay. uh, Big Pun kind of mm. took oh, the yeah, Latin yeah, yeah. votes for me early. You know what I mean? Yeah, Boricua. Uh, 
Yeah, I, and again, I didn't know anything about what hip hop in the East Coast was or nothing. To me, it was just all rapping on different beats, you know. Oh yeah. But to find my own flavor, right? It really took a while, man. So I guess I, I tasted all of them because I could sing, I could rap, I could double time like Bone. You know what I'm saying? I do Spanish, I do English, Colombian. I'm, I'm very versatile, and I used to. I used to put myself in a box. I'm like, no, we only do an underground revolutionary rap and this and that. Yeah. And that's a big part of me because of who I am. But And where you come from, right. too. Because yeah, that's, I can't, that's I a can't lot ignore. of your culture. But I also can't ignore the fact that I'm a second-generation musician and that I have the ability to create music however I want it to sound. Yeah. And so I, it's, it's like a magic brush that I have. Anytime that I get down on some music, it's, it, it could be anything. It doesn't really have, I don't close myself in a box anymore. However, the lyrics are always going to be true and, and positive, but they don't also have to be churchy and, and gospel. You know what I mean? And that's what the name comes from as far as the, the things that you spit? Oh, man, I got way off topic. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> well, my cousin Eric, my uh -huh. cousin Eric got uh -huh. me in the game, like I said. And then I, early on, I was like, this is what I want to do. I need right. a name that's going to work in English and in Spanish because right. I don't know yet which one I'm going to pick. Kilo, Kilo. I was writing a verse, and I was like, All right, that fits, so I just threw Kilo in there, right? Later, I changed the syllables, key low, and flipped them so it was low-key. No, Loki, Thor's right. brother Loki, but right. uh, in Norse mythology, which probably they get the story from, uh -huh. um, Loki, mis the under misunderstood god of mischief, yeah. exactly. And in Norway, that was kind of prevalent in the culture that I was brought up in. Yeah. And, it, and it, I feel like I'm, I came here to stir the game up and destroy so that we can rebuild a more positive hip hop community. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? So the kilo was just something that you added. Stuck with it. It and needed then, to be bilingual. That's it. I just needed that, something that was going to work in English and Spanish, one word without having to And what does the other second word mean for you? Is it, is it oh, art, artifact or artefacto? Artefacto in Spanish, artefacto. artifact in English. I had to add something to Kilo because there's like a million Kilo dudes yeah. talking about cocaine yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, on, in their raps. And that's not really what I was... I get a lot of people, oh, why they call you Kilo, huh? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. you really want to know? <laughs> and then they look at me crazy like, oh, oh, it's not what we were expecting at all. <laughs> because you do have a pride that... I, rap, rap has a rap has a, a hip hop not not I guess you can say hip hop and rap are kind of like mainstream rap mm -hmm. and then hip hop have kind of like a wall right because yeah. a lot of the ones that make it mainstream there's a lot of dope money and, and, and dirty yeah. money that comes yeah. behind it but yeah. you're a very prideful as far as like, I'm a purist, that's not yes. your thing that's right I'm a purist uh -huh. um, I don't think that there's a problem with me getting on some trap beats in Spanish right. and English mm -hmm. but it also doesn't mean that I have to say what everybody else is saying on them you know what I mean and even <laughs> the, the source of the funds to where you're put into to, to, that's what I mean you know oh I mean? yeah you know what I've actually turned down uh partnerships where drug money was presented because i didn't want that messing up my seed yeah that's that's what i mean yeah that absolutely you're, that. you're about that too yes. okay so okay so you move on to to your name okay so if i get it correct the gray matter is the actual is it a your like record label it is. was it a movement it's uh it's originally bajo mundo projects which was underworld projects yeah. everything was underground and yeah. underworld in my old head right yeah and then In 2010, me and DJ Budafingers that I went to school with, uh, we formed Gray Matter, which is, let's meet somewhere in the middle where we don't have to be black or white or, or red or blue or, or, or positive or negative. Let's mm -hmm. just meet somewhere in the middle and, and play in that field. So you know what Gray Matter gray. is, right? Like yeah. the definition of Gray Matter? Yeah, your brain, yeah. Yeah, your brain matter. <laughs> I looked at him right too. There. I'm like, wow, that is so dope yeah. that he was able to combine The meaning that we don't want to be too this, to that, right. be in the middle, but uh -huh. at the same time combine some consciousness to yeah, go with it's, it. It's like a filter in yeah. your own head to, to yeah. you know, 
Watch what you pull. Yes, exactly. And I was tripping out whenever I was, because I was looking at some of the things like those things have to be on purpose. Yeah. Those things have to be, they're not just random as like, far as. Yeah. I like Alex Gray too in his artwork. He's, mm. uh, he's into like real bizarre art and. Okay. Um, First yeah. time I ever heard of that name, but I'm sure yeah, look Alex up. Gray. The net of being. You might have seen the paintings where it's a bunch of eyeballs in, a, in like this hallway, and I pro- and you know what I the pillars have. are faces. You know what I mean? That that dude, like he gets out on LSD, yeah. and like digs deep into his consciousness and, and and like creates amazing art. You know what? I if think I've ever probably seen Tool videos. If you ever messed with Tool or seen a Tool album, yeah, that's all his artwork, huh. <laughs> basically. So Tool rocks. Dude. All right, <laughs> so. At this time, you've been doing the hip hop. I just it's still just you and okay. Hey, you said something earlier. So you produce, you you recorded everything. You do everything. I do like everything. there's no outsourcing from anybody else. Uh, there has Even, been. I, I have people help me master a uh-huh. lot. Um, I'd rather not do all the audio engineering, right? Because I didn't have my. I'm, I'm a perfectionist. If the quality right. ain't there, it ain't there. I'll record it ten times at home, uh-huh. and then two times at the real studio, and mm. I'll, I'll stay with the last one. But now uh, I've built my my booth and everything in the quarantine. I've been able to just stack a little bread and oh yeah, and just Absolutely. focus and finally get back to work, dude. Honestly, I don't know how much I would have uh, this docu series I got wouldn't happen if I didn't have all this time to th- sit around and plot it. Mm-hmm. But now I can cleanly lay my vocals. You know, send them over correctly to my engineer, DJ Buddha Fingers, and we mm-hmm. go to a separate studio where sometimes I don't even got to be there. Uh, we got a streaming there, so I can literally be from home just chilling in on the session while my man Buddha Fingers cool. push, pushes all the buttons. And that's he's, a great he's way a to adapt for everything that's happening, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think that's, it's, it's a new wave and we got to jump on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So after you get everything done, like, it's crazy that you do everything, first of all. It just trips me out. And then, uh, how many projects have you had so far? Because I, I was trying to count all of them, but there was different ones okay. that I would have. So, what's the total amount? Whether you call it, right, I, I don't know hands. if you call it mixtapes <laughs> or actual albums or LPs. Yeah, mostly albums. The, uh-huh. In the mid two thousands, it was mixtape world. Yeah, <laughs> so I have a few there. Uh, mostly because I didn't have original beats to work with all the time. You know. Yeah. But once my production and my friends, our producers, the people I mess with got really good, I've started really yeah. putting it down. You know what I mean? But um, as far as production too, I, I get beats all the way from Australia. As Chilean cat in Australia sends me stuff. For real? Yeah. That is so dope. Yeah. How did that happen? Um, Los Brujos, a Chilean hip hop group uh-huh. from New York, same uh-huh. as me. Their parents left during that time. They moved to New York. They yeah. grew up there during the golden era of hip hop. Yeah. They promoted themselves to Chile as a hip hop group since the 2000 and are pretty legendary down there. And then in 2013, finally went to tour. Well, mm-hmm. before they left, opportunistic. I, just, I found him on Facebook. I said, Soldier Sean, what's up? Let's get down on the track. And he goes, ah, right, yeah. He sends me a beat. It's about my dude, Pabstract. I'm like, all right, cool. It's a dope ass beat. <laughs> uh, I drop the verse, lay it, cool. Send it back. They're like, dude, this is dope. We're about to go to Chile and and and, and promote this album. And and I'm like, yeah. what? Seriously? So here they are in Chile touring in 2013 with my verse on their album, spreading it all over the place. The so next thing you know, crazy Chilean people are looking me up, or by accident, Chilean rap terror or Chilean rap, and my video pops up, Chilean rap terror. You know what I mean? So that is so dope. Just, Try to dabble in everything and, and not, yeah. not slack. You know what I mean? Oh, you stay busy. You yeah. stay busy. <laughs> I, I, I know so because I've I seen a lot of the things that you do. Okay. So the uh, how many projects so far? Oh, there we go. Uh, let's see. First demo was Bajo Tierra Clan, a Spanish CD that we burned out of my own mom's house. So mm-hmm. 
it's a full project, I yeah. guess. Then the second one was La Nueva Escuela, another Baja Tierra in Spanish. Did that with Freestyle Records in Fort Worth. Then we dropped the Street Life album. I definitely like produced about 50% of that. And then I started my own. I already had my own Bajo Mundo project staying going, but after those uh, three, two or three albums with the label, yeah. I went off and, and, and went solo on my own thing and had a big crew and I'd like to school them on hip hop stuff. And we dropped volume one. It was like compilation albums. Bajo Mundo projects one, two, three, and four. So two Bajo Tierras, five compilations, including, including that street life. And then we did a few mixtapes, maybe four. Uh, and then I lost count. Can you keep count? Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Lost Probably count. a 10. Yeah, by about 10. So <laughs> um, and then Gray Matter mm -hmm. EP two mm -hmm. times, and then Gray Matter album mm -hmm. mixtape, and now Gray Matter album, and then Key Lord Effecto solo. So we're at 15 right now. It's a lot. About 15. But it, a lot of it was, was mostly, I didn't want to do solo work until I was super polished. Yeah. So those compilation works and mixtapes were basically just training. One thing that you, you said in one of the interviews that I think is dope too, because a lot of, I, I think you, I, get a better understanding of the business part as well because if you want it or not it's important yeah it is but you did say something about all that even though some of them were free promos yeah but some of them is all your stuff yeah, yeah. It's, there's nobody else that claims your masters or anything that's is right. your stuff yeah, that's right and that's like I think that's very important to you I may have had some stuff early on that was that belonged to Freestyle Records but I'm so far past that and on yeah. other levels now that it oh, doesn't yeah. even matter <laughs> I seen your uh, I'm gonna get a little ahead but I seen your performance that you did not that long ago with uh i think it was another it was uh the uh mic open mic that you did not that long ago i think you did uh like a performance uh virtual performance real real club open mic performance it's, they just released it about about four months ago. Oh yeah, you yeah, had yeah, the mask yeah, yeah. that's through. right that's right yeah. with, with djp okay yeah. so Fort Worth. <laughs> in that I know you've been doing it for some time. Reason being is because I seen your performance when you performed Twelve Steps. Oh yeah, a long time ago, and I forget what the club was. Probably the Dada or somewhere <laughs> in Deep Ellum. Yeah. And then compared to this time, or the way that you perform, I can see the huge difference oh, yeah. as far as how comfortable you are yeah. in delivery. Yeah. Like uh, acting. Yeah. And then the way that you just so like confident as far as the way you know what i mean yeah. i'm not saying that you aren't but well, i've had takes a lot of time. practice on that yeah particular absolutely song. that's probably one of my biggest hits I'm about like, that song tell me about that song <laughs> it's i like the song sure, sure. it's so dope mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 like informational at the mm -hmm. same time that like it's instructions i get a little bit of an m&m vibe type but at the same time it's just one. like a story yeah and then I think we're just forgetting that part nowadays, the, yeah. the storytelling part. Yeah, that's right. You know, and then I can see the, like, man, if I write the steps down, like, I'm going to be able to go ahead and do it. It mathematically <laughs> made sense in my head before I wrote the song. I said, all right, 12 steps. Uh-huh. Four bars, one step. Uh-huh. Next four bars, step two. Okay, so if I do four steps in each verse... I got three verses. Yeah. Twelve steps. Twelve steps. Bam. It Bam. mathematically just okay, cool. Just fill in the gaps. That there. is so dope. It wrote itself. Can you give me like a little bit of the first sure. uh first uh verse? Yeah. Step one. In order to become an MC, I'll break it down for them young rappers trying to be. First of all, it ain't just about rapping the beats. It's about poetry and being mentally free, which brings me on to step two. Freestyling is like a habit. Some are born with it and others will try to grab it. No matter what your situation is, I tell you this, you gotta know how to respond when a rapper tries to diss. Step mm. three, know yourself, what you all about. Because if yeah. you're all about the money, you can see your way out. Yeah. Rapping ain't clockwork, it's more than just a J.O. There's a pretty good chance that you'll never be on payroll. <laughs> step four, or get a crew together locally but make sure that they all dope vocally and if you need some extra help call me because after all shoot i am an mc uh, like that. <laughs> you know what okay so i do 
I, okay, so I'm, I got a confession. Sure. I call myself MC at times because I do master of ceremonies sure. for weddings and quinceañera, but it's not the same thing that you do. This is like, like you're talking about hip hop, hip hop. You're talking about like way back, right. in, yeah. you know what I mean? And the that's roof. just like a whole different type of thing. Yep. And what you do is like, yeah, A1, A1, 100%. All right. So Thank you. the, you move on to that, but they're doing this time. You do dive a little bit into some cumbia. Oh, yeah. And you get with Químicos del Son. That's right. And this is Ramon. a huge hit. Oh, I yeah. feel like it's a big, big oh, hit. Oh, yeah. We haven't even pushed it all the way yet. Yeah. We need to get it on other plats and maybe even hit up Univision and see what's up yeah, with that. Yeah, absolutely. The next way, but it's even the, the, the video itself is dope. And then, like, just the song, La Cumbia Caguamera. Like, oh, you're talking about the Caguamera? Like, oh, you, you got a new one. I got a new one. Oh, God. I missed that part. Oh. Okay. No, this is good. This is good. This is the old this one. This is me featuring Químicos del Son. Uh -huh. Subcumbia is me one. and the brothers from Químicos del Son ah. doing electro cumbia hip hop. So you just started that, yeah, like, a few like ago. recently, right? Like April, yeah. And then you just released that one song, we have one song, one song only. We're gonna jump on to the next one, but we're debating on what it's gonna be about. <laughs> okay, so okay, so that's the one that you're like talking about. They are wanting to do more and push it even yeah. more. Yeah, I always knew I'd do cumbia. If I didn't uh -huh. do rap, it'd be cumbia. But you know, you can't just whip up a cumbia band. You know what yeah. I mean? So Ramon is a genius, man. Ramon and mm -hmm. his brothers from Chemicals of Sun, the dude who plays the accordion. They used to have a lead singer. He yeah. left. He stepped right in and took over, and they kept on rocking. So it used to be Amistad. Well, I know a cumbia group. I can. Uh, you, I have you told a conversation me about that. with them. Uh, we just had them the last episode. Okay. Los Gran Reyes. Sí, sí. They're from Dallas. Uh, their their family is from uh, Michoacan, uh, Tierra Caliente. Nice. And they've been doing cumbia here in Dallas for, for some time. So I'll let them know to check out some of your stuff. Thank and you. if you're interested, because they're here in Dallas yeah, 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 and they hold a crew sure. yeah. and I know they'd be riding and different mm -hmm. things like that. I mean, I'm not trying to connect you. No, but I'm if, saying, if, if, I'll so bring it Columbia up to and then maybe Kimiko's and then them, yeah. we could do a three, three way festival. Yeah. And the, there you go. You know, <laughs> because they're, they're dope. Yeah. They have their own original stuff and everything. And I know they're always looking to, they actually, they're doing a Cumbia Urbana. Okay. Type oh, of vibe. Oh, okay. So we might have to, you know what I mean? So okay. the Cumbia Urbana is just, it's a different type of life, you, you know. This is more of a yeah. okay. So, and I know they do write a lot, but you know, I'll bring it to their attention, see you. if they're interested, or sure. maybe yeah, hopefully I get together. That'll yeah, be dope. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, how did Chemicals del Son and you linked up for Cumbia Caguamera? Because that one was a really good big. Yeah. it was. It was a big hit. It, it really was. was. We were it gonna was, do it. It was decent. We were gonna do it. We kept talking about it. It was just. I kept seeing Ramon. He was like, "One of these days, I'm gonna shoot you that beat." And one uh -huh. day, he shot the beat. And I remember I was, I was still working at this restaurant um, as a waiter right? uh -huh. before I had my papers. You know, I had right. to I, like work wherever I could. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I told the dudes I was working with, "Hey y'all, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a little bit." And then I go, "Hey, in Mexico, in Mexico, mm -hmm. I asked one of the vatos, I was like, hey, cuál es la caguama like that that's known yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, or like a forty bottle that's like yeah. common over there.'" And he was like, "La carta blanca, la carta blanca yeah, is always a big blanca. old, big old, big old can or a big old garrafa, you know." Yep. So I was like, "All right, cool." So I threw it in the wraps, and they thought I was messing around, you know what I mean? Come a month later, they got the video, and I go, "Hey, here's, here's your rhyme, bro. Appreciate that." He was like, "What?" And then, <laughs> and then you know how I knew that you were in, in, in with the Mexican culture because you even referenced the soccer team in there. Oh yeah, Rayos, a, oh yeah, I'm Rayados okay, all day. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I was like, oh, <laughs> look at this. Monterrey. Like, that's why people, okay, so that's why people get confused yes. whenever with you regarding yeah. that because I know you talked about before your identity. Right. Like, like, what are you? I'm, on, I'm if, 
I was born in Chile. Uh-huh. I'm by I'm Norwegian uh-huh. by way of Chile. Uh-huh. I am Mexican by way of Monterrey, uh-huh. <laughs> and I am American by way of Dallas, Texas, yeah. Fort Worth, all that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So and that's that, the way that always <laughs> that gets weird too because you talked about that. That just gets it's, real territorial. I got a song it, about that. Even the main artist, I I remember that song. I heard about different, it. Or if you're answers. from the Middle East too, I look it. Because of the eyes. Everywhere the I beer. go, people say that I look Arabian. Yep, yep. Got a song about that, too. Yep. <laughs> and I, I see it. Yeah. Okay, so I, I was I was thinking about it a lot because I have different theories. Because <laughs> if, if scientists can come up with theories, what's the yeah, difference was... between their theories and my theories? Because <laughs> I can come up with my own theories. Right. So, you ain't going to believe them all the time. <laughs> we started with two, right? In mm-hmm. the beginning of humankind, mm-hmm. we started with two and started spreading all over the place. Mm-hmm. was not to say that people from the Middle East didn't land in Chile, and Absolutely. that was part of your ancestors. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I think I know when it happened, too. You think so? Mm-hmm. What was it? During World War II, uh-huh. a lot of French people uh-huh. dipped to South America. A lot of Italian people dipped to South America. A lot of yeah. Irish people Argentina. dipped to South America. Argentina. Yep. There's a lot of Italians. light-colored There's a Latins. lot of Italians, yeah. yeah. And they have that same singing tone. To their dialogue. Makes sense. It's awesome. I love the fact that Spanish... And that's one thing I pride myself on, too, is that all the Spanish dialogues from Chile to Argentina to Peru to Ecuador to Colombia to Puerto Rico, chico, oye, tú, yeah. you know, even, yeah. oye, compadre, el chileno hablan así, medio enredado, y vos cachai la weá. If I speak in, mira, vato, aquí estamos al otro lado, vamos a ir a hacer un show aquí bien chido, no hay pedo, mm-hmm. con los tacos. Okay, so, so, <laughs> so your theory is that so, during that time, there was yeah. people from the Middle East my last, made it? My last name is um, is French, and ah. the, the French people were basically Middle Eastern and European. Close to right there, yeah. Puppies. Yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. are a mix of a mix of a mix of a mix. And that's what I tell you. We, yeah. we always think that, like, okay, we think about, like, 20 years. I mean, like, even 100 years back, and that's it. But we're talking about thousands yeah, and thousands yeah. and thousands yeah. of years as this stuff happened. Okay. Yeah. All right, so real quickly, before I forget, so you just recently got your residency or your citizenship? 2016, I got my residency. Your I residency. Just a few months from getting the citizenship. Okay, so, and it took 25 years to get, so I know about it because as I remember, I told you, I, I crossed here illegally. Our process for Mexicans is a little bit different. I don't know exactly yeah. what happened in your case, but for mine mm-hmm. was we crossed illegally. And like a, I was a kid, right? You got no choice. I, I was go a, with your I was a kid too, but naive. You're you know lucky how, they didn't throw you over the. You know how like out. like they they call your names que palda mojada, and then yeah. in my naive mind is like I crossed, but I never got wet. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood so what they were saying. So anybody that ever said out like you're wet, whatever, like uh, I never got wet. Like I crossed, like I like crossing this little freaking tubo. They pulled me, and I didn't get wet. Like I checked, like I'm a shit. So That's I don't know so who you're talking funny. about. Cause it's so not me. Because to me, whenever they're saying they say I'm Ohio or wet back, I'm like, why? Because we work hard. <laughs> yeah. What's the, I don't. I don't understand. But it, it was. <laughs> it's supposed to be because yeah. you crossed over. You got wet. This, yeah, but I told them I'll, I'll make sure that I stay dry. So they <laughs> and my my 11 year old naive mind, like yeah. I never got wet. So yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Because it's, it's not me. It's just ignorance. Yeah. Is a good so point finally, when we got here, my dad paid a big fine because he crossed illegal. So the yeah. way they works for Mexicans is you you pay a fine right. because you crossed illegally, right. and then you pay for the process, right. and then that's how my dad got us. Because my dad was here for from the Amnesty yeah. back in eighty five, oh, and then that's how we got our, our residency, nice. and then that's how I was able to become a resident. Mm-hmm. And they only took, uh, I say, three, five, maybe no, no less than five, maybe less than five years. But you said twenty five years. Yeah, man, I wasn't able to go to school 
thinking that I could do anything with my life, and that really hurt me. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's like a big, huge boulder yeah. on like, top of your why head. Why am I gonna can't... fight so hard to to get out of high school when I can't even get a job? Like, yeah, what's the point? I mean, you know it mean? is discouraging. It's a negative thought, yeah. and no one checked me again. Yeah. Um, my parents, they're busy, yo. They they're musicians too. Either they're at work, you know, or we're eating dinner. Or we're asleep, or they're at a show playing or rehearsing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And kind of the same thing with me. Okay. But uh, but yeah, it's it's. Why pain, did it take pain. so long? As far as that you know of. I mean, there's personal reasons. Thing? There's personal okay, reasons okay. I can't really get into. Um, but luckily, during the Obama administration, he he singled out Chilean people mm -hmm. and and fast paced them. And uh, I went through the Ortiz law firm. Abogados Inmigración, yeah. Ortiz, you know, unofficial plug, but they, yeah, they yeah, absolutely cool. changed my life. And now they're helping me become a citizen. Yeah. So I got to get Well, I'm working on mine too, because oh. I, I have, I'm, I'm only a resident. Okay, still. cool. So, so we're in the same work. Okay. So I'm working through. I'm yeah, going Mero, through, we got the party through, then. I'm going through another. We got uh, the party then, right? Yeah, bro, absolutely, like, bro. I'm going to cry today. Because I, I, I remember I've been to the military. I went to, to war. Oh, man. And I, I put myself in jeopardy because I got myself in trouble. I mean, when okay. you're a resident, you can get yourself in trouble. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's yeah, all yeah. what happened. I'm going to wait for you then. Huh? I'm going to wait for you. We're, we're getting close. If I get it first, I'm going to wait. <laughs> we and if party. you get it first, we'll, I'm going to party anyway. Right, we'll, we'll link it up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a crazy thing. Cause yeah. I'm telling you, the things that you were saying in your life and everything, even though it's a different story from Chile, yeah. it's real similar to another person, maybe another immigrant, for sure. just like myself, yeah. that that you know did something for this country and it's like i, I know what you mean it's, it's like a like a like an invisible wall pushing you yeah. down because you know that you can't do yeah. this even if if you work on it it doesn't matter because they, they won't let you do it because mm -hmm. you don't have the status that right. they say you need in yeah. order to proceed but that didn't discourage you from continuing to work on music yeah. and finding a hustle that to continue to provide yeah. for your family whether it was working like mm -hmm. even a restaurant or things like that i did i yeah. do tile work dude i learned how to paint yeah uh, your parents your yeah. parents you said they're so even when they got here there were still artists because your dad plays drums and your yeah. mom sings yeah. and i think both of them play the guitar if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah. right yeah. so did they did yeah. still here in did norway they, they had a band called sabor tropical and they started nice. it nice when they left it disbanded they moved here. They've always been Sabor Tropical. So. And you never got them in a, in a track at all with the drums with the guitar with I need moms? to, but I'm used to play the congas live with ah. them at shows for a little bit. So I got my rhythm from my dad. Yeah, See, my dad, rhythm. rhythmic. My mom sings. She's a lead singer, too. So yeah. I, I got both rhythm and, and, and singing from my parents. That's dope. Now, they don't like rap. <laughs> so yeah. it was really hard for me to explain that to well, them. Well, you know? even, even having live <laughs> instruments on the track yeah, yeah. is like a different type yeah. of vibe. And I think it would be. I mean, again, I'm just all about suggestions. Sure. I don't even know who no, you're right, bro. to I, suggest. But it would be super dope. To have it's crazy like that, that we haven't linked up before. Because we, well, I, I ran, we ran into each other before in some events. Do, I don't know if you cast. recall. Well, I know Little Cass. Yeah, I, think I know Cass, Jay I Champ. Yeah. I know I, I know above Jay Champ. I know of Kobe Savage. Yeah. I know of a, a lot of cats yeah. that you actually done yeah. tracks with. Because yeah. I used to do my own show, do an artist a while back. And then I did KNOM for a little bit. Oh, in fact, you even have uh, uh, Eddie... Easy Eddie yeah. on one of the tracks. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I love Easy Eddie D. Yeah, he's he's the legend. He, <laughs> does he still have a show going on? He's if he is, it's the I longest running. The longest now. Yeah. Because he was the second at one time, mm -hmm. and I think now he is the longest yeah. running hip hop mm -hmm. show in the, the world. <laughs> in the world. It's amazing, right? <laughs> that is that is wild to me. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? Crazy. Yeah. And um, local radio. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, he used to do a show right after when I was at on because I was on Saturdays okay. uh, so he used to do a show and he's, oh, one of these. he's a real cool cat yeah, Real yeah, yeah <laughs> Mello what's good my Mello 
<laughs> he's the best, bro. He really is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to ADD. You love you, dude. You know what? You're a legend, bro. You know what? One of the things that I learned from him because we used to, uh, we probably ran into some of the, uh, the conferences they do for the artists, the uh, you know things like that yeah. to try to. Uh, one of them, he he was a speaker, a key speaker, and he said something that, that to this day I still use. He said, like the word hate. He doesn't use the word hate because. Hitler hated the Jews, yeah. so he doesn't like that word, and he doesn't use yeah. it for even haters or addressing yeah. people because that's hate. Yeah. That's real hate, yeah. you know. And there's there's power behind words, yeah. and I to this day check myself on yeah. that. Check but I don't, I don't, I don't use that. I don't call people haters. Yeah. I don't be posting yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Like, I don't know, like even that. memes because it, it doesn't. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, I don't and and I and I, I took that from him, and I don't even know if he knows. But that word itself is just like you don't want to give negative energy any juice. Mm-hmm. That's all. He, he checked me one time really i mean it was not it was not as severe as the yeah. hate, but it was like uh oh we, he was with me and we, we were rolling around i go let's let's pull up in this hood real quick and get some gas and he goes see brother why you gotta take the neighbors out of the hood and i said why <laughs> he goes why are you taking the neighbors out of the hood uh-huh. and i go wow you know what i mean uh-huh. well yeah i know what you mean man but what you're saying is you're basically taking the people out of it uh-huh. and you're just talking about an object a place yeah don't take the neighbors out of the hood and i was like oh man <laughs> I, I can't ever say hood again now <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, but man. yeah man's deep man's the deep man's it deep. means a lot i don't forget that and it is true just like yeah. the word yeah. i can't even say hood no more i gotta say neighborhood <laughs> too now all right so the uh all right so we're going to go ahead and move into the uh because i know you got a projects that you have dropping soon yes what yes. you got going on uh well 2016 release of my uh, illegal alien album is going tomorrow it's hitting mm. all streaming plats all right i need to get on Bandcamp. but uh it's a trilogy you see i'm explaining the the strife of an immigrant you feel me you're storytelling um, this yeah thank you thank you sir um nas i'm a big fan of nas yeah you know uh, I listen to a lot of hip hop from Spain. I listen to Control Machete. Yep. A lot of too many influences, man. A yeah. lot of influences. Yeah. I get bored with American rap. Sometimes. That's the beautiful thing about being <laughs> a Latino. Yeah. You know what I you mean? Have more palettes. Yeah. Not only not only that, but we like a little bit of everything. Yeah. We have cumbia. Right. We have salsa. salsa. We have rock. Yeah. Heavy metal. I everything just had a, a, yeah. a, a girl that did metal uh-huh. here last week. Metal's huge in Mexico. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we really have all kinds of things to pick with, yeah. you know? And that's awesome. Yeah. So you're doing a, a trilogy, you say, right? Yeah, it's a trilogy. It's the Illegal Alien trilogy. Uh, first album, Illegal Alien. Mm-hmm. It's all streaming. Plus tomorrow, Killer Artifact. Uh, second album is The Resident. Mm. I made The Illegal Alien while I was illegal. Uh-huh. I actually did an interview with uh, the Dallas Observer while I was illegal, and I had to lie to them and tell yep. them I wasn't, just so that I wouldn't let any evil people out there give them the upper hand. Absolutely. By the way, shout out to anybody who's ever had any conflict with me and didn't deport me. For real. I love you for that. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, that's deep, bro. Because that... That is always in the back of the mind whenever yeah. you're in that status. It really yeah, is. Right. You know but what you I mean? Know, you clean up your karma and you do yeah. good for, by you and by others and you're good. All right. And then the third one? The citizen. Citizen. So maybe coming. next year I can start working on the citizen. But I'm like dope. 70% done with the resident right now. That is so dope, bro. The way that you do it and paint it and the way that yeah. it's purposely done. And again, if you never heard of him, one of his tracks, when you hear some of his tracks, there's a bunch of them on YouTube. Uh that the storytelling is the one that gets me. The 12 steps and everything, you yeah. can kind of see it and follow the instructions easy. And moving on from that, you did the empanada. Oh. Same thing. <laughs> you did the instructions for the recipe. Not necessarily the <laughs> yeah, recipe. Yeah, yeah, but explaining but it. First of all, he does this. 
Tell me about the empanadas. Empanadas from Chile. Empanadas from Chile are a hidden gem. Right. Pino style empanadas, Pino to be exact. Exactly. The only Sorry. ones here in the DFW, there's not another one like it. Like, if there's any more pop-ups, is because you originated that, because <laughs> there's no other ones. There's a few others, but I think, like, like there's a lot of Chilean people whose auntie makes them. Uh -huh. No disrespect, everyone has their own empanadas. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I have the pride of saying my Tia Delia was the bomb diggity best empanada lady in the 90s. Okay. And she'd go to the soccer games with my uncle and dad played, and everybody just raved about her empanadas this is before social media imagine yeah. now how to beat you know oh absolutely but you know I, i grew up on them and that was my gold standard and then i got online and tried to learn a recipe i fooled around with something i came up with the dough and then i let her try it one day uh -huh. and she was like not bad you're doing your onion all wrong uh, da, 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 da. do this take this don't add any of that da, 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 da. she basically gave me what she took one bite and told me exactly what i was doing wrong that's crazy i went home I fixed it, bro, and it's almost like it's been a magic switch ever since. Like I got it down now. Like yeah. the meat has that that saltiness that that combines with with a uh, crumbled egg, mm -hmm. raisins, and black olives. Some mm -hmm. strange ingredients for some folks, but trust me, once you bite into it, yeah, nothing I would ever eat. But <laughs> I got. But, but I did see the lady's reaction from Channel Eight, and her face was priceless <laughs> yeah. whenever she bit into it. Mm -hmm. It was so good because it has, like you said, the sweetness. Yeah. And then you got the saltiness from the olives. Yep. And then the mix together. Because mm -hmm. I, I used to eat. It's not. It hasn't been yeah. about four years that I stopped, but I used to love it. Are you vegan? Vegan, vegan, vegan okay, mostly. Cool. I make a vegetarian option. I'm not yeah. quite there on the vegan, but I will get there. Yeah, you're gonna miss out some bucks if you don't get because uh, it's coming. My, my DJ Buddha Fingers. <laughs> shout out to Buddha uh, Fingers. He's a vegan, you know, and yeah. he, he's. Tell he's telling you the same. Key. He's telling you the same Come that I've been telling yeah, you yeah. because right now, yeah, like okay, I'm not trying to push my agenda or my <laughs> no, vegan agenda on people. It's but a, if y'all realize that it is the way for the next few years to yeah. come, yeah, you gotta get with then it. you're gonna yeah. lose some money That's right. that you can possibly make now. Mm -hmm. And you have you. I only saying it because you're giving me another option that I can eat something different yeah. than what I already make myself. Absolutely. But then at the same time, it is gonna be the way. Well, why miss with some money that you yeah. can actually make yeah, now? Absolutely. Because I guarantee you, if I put you in some of the groups that I. Like vegan, uh -huh. there's because I'm in a, a couple of vegan groups on Facebook just oh, to find wow. places to eat. Just to find places to eat. I don't yeah, ever continue. Help, right? My apologies for you the group. Need help. <laughs> But I always try to I find understand. places where they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years ago, I started being a vegan, wow. like eating vegan, right? It's it just like I was disgusted. I was just disgusted. That's pretty yeah, much yeah. the simple That's short. It, huh? But from that time that I began to now, there's been a growth like crazy wow. as far as how many more restaurants there is. Oh, yeah. Maybe I found two you feel four years ago i feel cleaner, fine better, i feel yeah. good i feel good i feel fine i don't get tired when i eat i feel i feel yeah, good i feel good. good i'm straight up mexican my people my, my family supports me a lot as yeah. far as like my that's they hard already, that's tough man they didn't even give me a hard time they're all they're all, maybe because <laughs> amazing maybe because they love me yeah <laughs> but there's like oh i've been a crispin and then okay esto no come, and then that's it they make it for me or whatever yeah. oh no aquí yeah. I, I, got you, I, got you, I, got i got frijoles and me yeah yeah, yeah. being a mexicano bro frijoles, <laughs> all day i could be that give me that too in easy, that corner it's good. too easy <laughs> all right so so now that you finally got the recipe down mm -hmm. then you put it out yeah and uh, then how has been the response because you've been everywhere right it's been phenomenal bro you've been on channel eight mm -hmm. Has the observer made a... Dallas Morning News. Dallas Morning News. What uh, else? In Spanish. Dallas News in Espanol. In Espanol también. Uh, I'm about to be on UNT at Ditton. I have a, a, a TV performance with their... With their uh, I think it's their on-campus TV. So is it the like a cooking or a mixing or music? It's like this. It's a, it's a Latin flavor uh, nice. meetup. 
basically this That's without cool. I, I know you that you're involved in the scene i don't know yeah. who they are they reached out to me yeah but uh shout out to ulysses from unt for hitting your boy up i'm yeah. gonna bring a lot of these for y'all that day don't worry that's cool so and 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 then you've been getting a lot of orders like you yeah. sold a thousand thousands of I, them i stay like, i stay pretty busy i i had to i had to turn it into a real business i got laid off with the pandemic mm-hmm. here's the funny thing here's, okay here's okay. the funny thing you spend all your time illegally trying to work wherever you can, laying tile, <laughs> painting, freaking kitchen. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. You know how I got in the kitchen? Uh, I was going for a waiter job, uh-huh. thinking I could get some tips and have some cash on a nightly, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. party cash or whatever. It's a quick turnaround, so you could, there's always hiring for waiters, right? Yeah. And the, the guy gives me the interview. He's like, all right, it's going to be 10, uh, 10 bucks an hour. You're going to be doing some prep work. Da, 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 da. You worked in the kitchen before? I was like, hmm. <laughs> Boy, I can cook maybe some uh, eggs and hey. some box macaronis. And then I'm talking 2010, bro. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is 2010. I worked at restaurants before, but it was managing and yeah. you know, fast food. But um, after that, uh, franchise bar and grill in Plano. Mm-hmm. My man. man. And this is the thing about La Raza. Like, La Raza, Mexican people have always been extremely inviting to me. Uh-huh. Extremely. Not always, but 90%. It's a good amount. Yeah, Good amount. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um this dude, uh, Manuel Reyes, he schooled me, bro. He told me how to hold a knife, how to chop peppers. Because some won't help you. Some will just yeah, let you sit absolutely. there and squirm. Oh, yeah, and yeah. other dudes will say, hey, you want to learn? Well, you're going to learn today, right? Yep. Dude, I learned. I started appreciating vegetables now. I started eating better. I started cooking my own foods. And I was yeah. like, oh, my goodness, in my 20s, I had this. You save a lot of money, too. Yes. Not eating out. Yeah, I didn't even know that, that I could do that for myself, bro. It was, was kind of sad. You know what I mean? You learned to cook from yeah. that from that guy, and you started doing your thing at that time. Yes, sir. That's crazy. And we did calzones, right? Oh, and then yeah. I worked at an Italian it's, spot. It's not that... It's not the same as an empanada. It's not, but that's what gave me uh-huh. the idea. I got uh-huh. really good at Now, their dough comes frozen, you yeah. know, at the Italian spot. Yeah. But I was making them pretty much identical every time. My hands are getting pretty good. I, I wonder. Nah. I was like, nah. <laughs> but you know what it is, dude. When you're yeah. an immigrant, you got to try extra stuff, dude. Because mm-hmm. one job, one little thing is not going to cut it. It's not. It's cut not. It. You yeah. got to have different things, man. And that's what I was telling um Hannah, Hannah Davis from from uh, Good Morning Texas, appreciate the shout out. But uh, yeah, we 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 we're forced to it, you know. Yeah. Luckily, my I always saw my parents doing extracurricular stuff. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. clean offices, they clean houses, maintenance work. But on the weekends, it's Sabor They're dressed all night. They're playing. But it's still another restaurant. gig, though. Yeah, it's still do. another job. Work I mean, even though work, they might bro. enjoy it more, yeah. it's still another gig. It's still another gig. That's crazy. Yeah, and now, and at their age now, they're they're making more money off their music than you know their jobs, and I'm I'm happy because I don't want them, you know, working working to the end. You know what I'm saying? I need them to to chill a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, I feel this. I feel you on that you because know? my dad, when I was growing up, so <laughs> I used to I used I used to be again super naive. Even when I got to the military, but he, I didn't realize how much short of money we were. Oh, yeah, yeah. Until I realized that you are short of money. And he used to work two jobs and still just barely making it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So that would trips me out. And uh, so, so pretty much what I'm gathering is is that going to be like your plan as far as where you're going to take this, the empanadas? I'm taking this. I'm taking a restaurant in the making. Yeah, absolutely. It's just right now with the pandemic, I didn't want to jump into that and Mm -hmm. and fail miserably right away because we don't know what's happening. Right. Uh, Plus, the catering model works for me. You know, I have a ghost kitchen, so all my permits are are clear. Mm -hmm. I can sell anywhere in Texas. Oh, that's Um, good. So you got a catering on top of with for for the empanadas. Yeah. Well, it's 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 basically 
personalized delivery catering. That's what I'm saying. It's a new thing. And you know, I, I, heard, I heard on the radio, Wendy's is starting to do that now. Mm. Where they have, they're going to start having these ghost kitchens where it's just kitchen workers. And then Uber Eats goes and picks up picks food up. and drops it off. It's a moneymaker. I stumbled is. across it by accident. But my, when I first started going out with the to really try, I was starting to go to bars. I'm sorry. So I was going to bars, right? Hey, what's going on? Anybody hungry? The funny thing is I've sold Drunk CDs. people are always hungry. Yes. I sold CDs in the rain, in the ice. I made a living off of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that I made millions or went or balled out, but I paid my rent and I didn't have a job and I relied on myself for a while. And I was able to focus yeah. on my music, you know, yeah. and then when it got tough, I'd go and get, you know, a job somewhere uh, or get a tile job going. You're but. more brave than I am because <laughs> I like stability. Yeah. And to just do that. Mm-hmm. I had no choice, it, though. Make, again, I get yeah. that part. Yeah. But just I know it's out of necessity. Right. But still, yourself. it takes a little yeah. toughness and mental. Yeah. E- even though I've been like to basic training and stuff, it just yeah. takes yeah, like yeah. a little. Uh, yeah, it is. Like there's a safety net for me having yeah. an employment, even though they say I've Absolutely. lost it today. I'll be yeah. okay and find me another one, but still. But uh, when you, I didn't have kids, you know, yeah. I only really relied on myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, my parents were in Plano or in Dallas. Yeah. I was in Fort Worth. I didn't really have much, but my crew. So we, we grinded it out and we made it happen. You know, Bajo Mundo in the mid 2000s, we made noise without any. Drug money back in us yeah. without any shysty business. Just the talent stood alone. And there's people to this day that hit me up like, man, bro, what you dropped back then was crazy. You know, I'm like, go listen to the new stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, you try. You try everything, you know? Okay. So you're going to – and again, I think the way that things are happening nowadays with people not wanting even to go to work mm-hmm. as far as like restaurants, yeah. I think what you're doing, mm-hmm. I think it will be even better mm-hmm. to, to do so. Yeah. All right. So – you told me you have a song. Mm-hmm. We're going to play a small little oh, snippet. Yeah. From The Resident. It's we, the first we, single on The Resident. We jumped a little bit the gun on it. Sure. We started talking about the empanadas because you got so much things going yeah. on. But we're going to play like a little snippet sure. of it to let people know a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And then just tell me a little bit about this song itself and uh, how did it come to be. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and play it for a few seconds. Yeah. This is called Grass. Face value is key to credibility. I met most of my peeps there. I keep staring at the prize in the sky, but still watch where I step. I don't need no surprise. I'm cool. I used to drive the speed limit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I told you about this mm-hmm. song. Like when I heard it, it's like if anybody like a like a like a Latino. Like, cause first of all, let me tell you about the global Latin factor. The global Latin factor, I have a definition for it to me. It's like everything, all the years of work that we continue to do, mm-hmm. that now you can't help but to go anywhere and feel the influence of the Latino. Oh, yeah. And that's like, I have like a definition for it, but it's pretty general as far as what I thought whenever I came out with the concept. Mm-hmm. And then to make it a little bit Latino looking, like this is all the pretty much Latin American flags that we have, every single one of them. Uh, you already know what's <laughs> up. And hey, look. All right, like hey. where you're at. And like, I don't forget that we're human beings, right? Yeah. We are human beings. And I know you you, you talk about that a lot because you talk about, I, I think you've, you're, you're into depth as far as like being aware of a lot of like yeah. conscious and things like that. And you, you're into stuff like that. Yeah. So after anyway. a while, we realize that we're still human mm-hmm. and, and we're from a different, we're just human yeah. beings here in planet Earth. Yes, we get put in this Chile or Mexico, yeah. but at the end of the day, we still are trying to do better for our That's families, right. Yeah. right? But what I was feeling is that a lot of the people were starting to forget the things that our culture, even though it's a census title that they give us, mm-hmm. Latinos or mm-hmm. Hispanics, right? But at the same time, they're starting to forget 
of the things that our culture contribute to, like chiles, chiles, peppers, yeah. chocolate, <laughs> chocolate, yeah, tortilla, absolutely. corn, and all those things. Did you things. know Caesar salad was invented yep. in, in Mexico? Tijuana. <laughs> in Tijuana. By the margarita man, right? In Tijuana. <laughs> In Tijuana. Margarita Man's from Dallas. And the Margarita Man's from the Dallas? The Margarita Man's from Dallas. Imagine that. Well, you know maybe from I mean? Mexico, but you know, he, he had a restaurant in Dallas. Right around the corner, actually. All that stuff is everyday stuff that yeah. we just tend to just not give it a, yeah. a thought. And I thought it's very important, too. Like, people like you, they have oh. a story. People like artists. I talk about artists, scientists. Like we, we have astronaut, female astronauts. Yeah. We have uh, recapture. The stuff that yeah. you have to do a password, that's a Latino, you know that? Where, From Guatemala. Where, where. <laughs> I learned all this stuff that's here. You know, Valerina guys, uh -huh. things like that, that like, it, just every yeah. freaking thing that I can think of that is Latino yeah. related, that's the reason we talk about it, right? All your copper piping is probably from Chile, too. Which <laughs> You was telling piping. me about the copper, right, for a long yeah, time, yeah, that, yeah. that, that the the things went sour, but the, at the, the same copper time, war. Yeah. again, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So maybe I can do one in regards to the... Oh, and then another thing that I looked at, the, 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 one of the titles of one of your songs, The Condor. Yeah, The Flight of the Condor. So I looked it up, uh -huh. Chilean Condor. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. No, that was bird. so dope. It's the bird. <laughs> so, so anyways, what I was saying is that, I, that that's what it meant to me, right? Yeah. As far as the Latino. And uh, I felt like it's, it's necessary for us to do Symbolism that. Symbolism. Yeah, and highlight, absolutely. Highlight things that shouldn't, shouldn't disappear. Yeah, yeah, man, you're right. And then as far as like you to to leave like i'm not going to say to leave you mark or whatever but in in the next few years what what do you feel yourself that you're going to be doing as far as like what do you really yeah. like accept the latino term or anything like that or not it's like it's whatever we're, to we're you. humans honestly mm -hmm. and uh, i love soccer i love being a chilean i love that it's giving me the tongue to speak in different in different dialects but the fact that right. we are all human and we can move on to a next level of community yeah Without these political boundaries and lines, yeah. rompiendo fronteras flag-wise, too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No because disrespect. I love them flags, but, you know. Because I've, I've, those things it's just were man-made. It's just identity, bro. And not only that, but those things were man-made yeah. after a long time. Yeah. We didn't have borders uh, forever. We were settled. This isn't our yeah. language. Spanish ain't our yeah. language either. Yeah. You know and, then, and then that's what I was thinking whenever yeah. I was listening to the song. is like yeah. if any Latino had a struggling thing, like migrating over to a different country mm -hmm. to going through some struggles, like that's what I was getting from yeah. that song. I'm like, dang, yeah. that really spoke to me because I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, doing that. And then I'm like, what? Yeah, appreciate you listening that deep. So, so how did that song come to be real quick? Because we got to cut it short here. So. Grass or the flight of the car? The, the, uh, grass. Uh, it's talking about the grass being greener on this side. You know what I mean? Mm. At the same time, you know, in Dallas, now you can roll around with some green up to a certain amount. So to me, I just, it was kind of funny. You know, like I used yeah. to drive the speed limit to make sure no one ever pulls me over. Yeah, because you were right. in the status too, though. So you have to just be quite, be careful and never run into laws, not fight, not get in trouble. So I had to be, I have to live within a bubble. For a long time, bro. Extra, too, yes. because of the status, Paranoia, too. Yes, yeah. yeah. And struggling, you know, on top yeah. of that. And no yeah. money. And just, you have to grind. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? People can relate to it. Like I said, <laughs> even though it's not the same story, I can relate yeah. to it for the same yeah, reason. Because we do. Like, we have to drive more carefully. We yeah. have to, like, make sure that there's nobody that yeah. this and that, you know. And now, Especially, I still do it. It's, like, in me now. Like, yeah. I got my license. I'm legal as heck. <laughs> but, you know. Why I'm going to speed limit and all nervous about that cop? Why? Why? You know yeah, what I mean? Well, it happened to me when I came back from, <laughs> yeah. from, from Afghanistan for, I mean, Iraq for like about a solid three years wow. that I was like paranoid. Just, just it takes a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it is like a little it post-traumatic. It is. It, it is, is, bro. It is. To live your life. It really in is. And someone told me the other day, they were like, oh, they're tripping on the mask. And they're like, oh, 
you, you don't want to come to my whatever. You can't live your life in, in fear. And I was like, uh-huh. don't don't tell me about living in fear, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. I lived in fear for 25 years, bro. I'm yeah. done with that now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's true. But we, we but, can't. The truth but is we why, can't. Just why can't it be freedom? Why can't it be freedom to choose to wear the, the – you know what I mean? Yeah, it can be. That's what I'm saying. People are weird because it's, I think the world issue is that we feel so much better. Like some certain people, not everybody, mm-hmm. and even oneself at times, we feel like we're so much better than whoever right. that we want to impose our beliefs mm-hmm. that you have to. Me too. Do I it do like the same this. thing with my hip hop. You know what you I know, mean? I do the same thing, and I don't like to, but it's just it's in there, and sometimes you got to check yourself before yeah. you before like a fool yeah. online or something. You know what I mean? So if it was people just to left alone, like you want to wear a mask, you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. That's you all it stay is. Away yeah. from me. That's all it is. I stay away yeah. from you. We cool. We yeah. have our own little area. Mm-hmm. All right. So real quickly before we let you go, all your social medias, where can we all find you at? And I I I did it last time. Uh, but I think I think it's it's a decent thing to do as far as because it kind of helps you at least have the idea. Mm-hmm. So in two years, a, sh- a short term goal, mm-hmm. and in five years, a long term goal. So two year, what would that be? In two years, Chef Keys Empanada Empire has a location in Dallas mm-hmm. and in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. All right, and then in five years, we have locations all across the country, mm-hmm. and I'm running a studio and a label. Okay, and the music. I'm coaching kids on making proper positive influencing hip-hop and the new sound that you presented to me what do you see that at uh it's a revolving cycles everything's uh-huh. gonna change you can't so it's not gonna the be same the same play button forever it changes okay all right and before i let you go all your social medias and everything where can we find you at it's all kilo artefacto you uh-huh. can find it in english or in spanish it pulls up either way my youtube is kilo artefacto uh, facebook is kilo artefacto my instagram is kilo de facto so any kind of kilo and facto you're going to run into you. And boy. then, okay, so the name, the chef, real quick before I let you go. Chef Key. Why? Well, of course, Kilo, but yeah, is that where it comes that's from? That's what it's from. That's I'll it. Tell you this. No one knows this, but I used to coach, uh, before the pandemic, I was coaching my, my daughter's soccer team. Uh-huh. I was Coach Key. Coach Key. So it always, the key follows me around. Kilo, uh, obviously, Kilo, from Kilo. that, but it's, uh, no one calls me Julio, you know what I mean? My mom hardly calls me Julio, but like all my friends, are the, I, I'm Key. If you know me deeper than just Kilo, then you know it's Key. My oh, friends are Key. It could be more than that, like a symbolism of opening the door oh, to unlock. I had to change it because at first I was going with just K-I. Yeah, K-I. And people were saying, hi, Chef Kai. And I was ah, like, no, it's not Kai. I got to spell key. it with a key now. But you're right, opening doors, like yeah. Jim Morrison. Like For that. people like like immigrants, <laughs> like uh, re- resident, oh, wow. where like Latinos, or from either. We're, we're only La llave. Of, of all the Latino stuff that could be, you know. Wow, like all dude. the things that you open up for for your story and and the documentary that you got coming up. I like love I said, the energy that you're giving. The the <laughs> images that I saw, mm-hmm. it's like from a movie that oh. I like. What this yeah. is dope. Yeah, I know that I'm talking. Then it's not. No. Out. is it out already? It's on YouTube? not out yet. Okay. No, 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 no. So That's what very raw. What I so what you. I'm talking about <laughs> is a documentary that he's preparing, and just I'm not gonna try to spoil it, but I'm just telling you a little bit of what I saw. The raw images of crazy how the the, they have the cameras mm-hmm. and the way that they filmed it it was like it seemed like it yeah, was scripted it was but it's that. not yeah. <laughs> it's, dad, it was perfect my dad had a jvc camera in the 80s yeah. in yeah. norway and he would just film everything and then the way that, that yeah. they were your your relatives adamant about the date so they could yeah. remember the date yeah. that it yeah. happened we were leaving was, those parties that I, I have i hope i'm not saying too much no, but i think no, it was it's, super dope it's perfect my cousin yeah. hit me up with it during the pandemic she's like hey look at these videos that i that i digitized i'm like 
oh my gosh, That's perfect. the whole story just came out in front of my head. You know, like, oh, wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we're going to have to cut it. And uh, we appreciate you. Bro, Thank your you energy much. is amazing. Thank appreciate you. You've given it. me Thank ideas. Like, yeah, that's something we need to work on. You know I'll tell you, I mean? I'm going to talk to Los Gran Reyes, <laughs> see sure. if they're interested at all, and the Yaculinks are getting to yeah, work, whatever. Sure. And again, I do truly wish you luck in everything so. you do. I think, I think consistency is key, and yeah. I think you know it. And I think... The thing about mastering 10,000 hours away, I don't know if it's true yeah. or not, but it just makes a lot of sense. And if you keep doing it, then I know you're going to get better at it. And uh -huh. I can tell by the last performance that I told you I've seen, uh -huh. the confidence, even right now, the delivery is like, you can tell that <laughs> it's been it's been an ongoing thing. So yeah. I wish you nothing but good luck. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to see you later on, bigger things, uh -huh. doing bigger. And I'm looking forward to the vegan option yeah, in Panada. Definitely. Next time you see me, I'm going to have you. I got you. All right. This is... The Global Land Factor Podcast, again, we are just like you. We are the melting pot, the spice of this melting pot that it is the world. Till next time. Salud.